Hello, and welcome to Urban Contemplative's Mindful Moment Podcast. I'm your host and the founder of Urban Contemplative's, Eric Barnhart. This episode features five minutes of my conversation with Jennifer Medlock, director of Mentor Upstate. Members of Urban Contemplatives can hear the full conversation at wecontemplate.com. New episodes premiere weekly on Sundays at 5 p.m. Eastern, so hit subscribe on your podcast player of choice and join us each week for another mindful moment. And now I suggest you take a few seconds, pausing the episode if you need to, and get settled into a quiet location. Turn off any distractions like music or TV and notifications on your phone or watch. Go ahead and do that now. Let's begin now by taking a deep breath or two and relaxing for a few minutes. This can help us lessen any urban noise inside us and around us so that God's voice can become more distinct. Our reflection today is a composition of mine entitled Credo from the album Ars Arandi, Ars Credendi. Let's open our minds, let's open our hearts, and let's go listening for God together.
Now that we've had a chance to settle in a bit, we're going to begin a moment of contemplative prayer. First, I'll read a short text to get our minds engaged with a topic or a theme. After that, I'll invite us to pray. Before we pray, I'll suggest a word or phrase that we can repeat to ourselves as part of our prayer. As our focus begins to center on that word or phrase, we listen inwardly and see what God might have to say. It may be a little, it may be a lot. There's no metric here other than if you're doing it, then you're doing it right. Our reading today is from Ernest Hemingway. There is nothing noble in being superior to your fellow man. True nobility is being superior to your former self. Let's continue now in prayer, centering ourselves first on the word arrogant. Let's pray. Let's reorient our prayer now, centering ourselves this time on the word humble. Let's pray.
I'd like to share a passage now from Exodus chapter 10. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh, for I have hardened his heart and the hearts of his officials, so that I may perform these signs of mine among them, that you may tell your children and grandchildren how I dealt harshly with the Egyptians, and how I performed my signs among them, and that you may know that I am the Lord. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and said to him, This is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, says, How long will you refuse to humble yourself before me? Let my people go, so that they may worship me. Our conversation today is with Director of Mentor Upstate, Jennifer Medlock. Jennifer works with businesses, faith-based groups, and other community organizations to recruit and train in-school mentors for students in Greenville County, South Carolina. She is also on the board of the newly formed Greenville Mentoring Collaborative and has been a mentor with the Frazee Center since 2010. To learn more about Mentor Upstate and how to get involved, visit MentorUpstate.com. Uh, what's a, a mindful moment that you've had recently or a mindful moment that comes to mind recently that you've had over the years? Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was recent as much as just maybe something that opened my eyes was the whole Frazee connection. I hate to keep dwelling on it, but it's just an important part of my life. It, exactly. Um, having them ask for mentors and I'm, I'm a volunteer. I'm one of those that my husband's always telling me, you know, Jennifer, you need to tell somebody no. And I was like, well, how, how you can't tell a child no. They want a mentor. I'm like, well, let me do, let me go check it out and see what it's about. And then visiting the Frazee Center and learning about how they do things, um, loving on the kids, disciplining the kids, learning where these kids are coming from. It really opened my eyes that mm. I grew up in a very privileged wonderful beaver cleaver ish <laughs> situation. Um, and, and that's, and that's okay. It's great, but you only know what you know and you don't realize other people may not, may not have as positive, good circumstances. And so we've got to do something where we are. I was at the elementary school. I paid attention and was like, sure, I'll try that and check it out. And I, I just, it's kind of a, it just opened my eyes. And as a Christian, you know, we're called to go and do the right thing. And some people think that's foreign missions, you know, flying to Africa and you absolutely can do that. And it's necessary. And I've gone out of the country to do mission work, but um, I really think the best thing we can do every day is to be like the hands and feet of Jesus every day and, and try to do what you can, where you are. Um, you know, that's obviously from the Christian perspective, but um, just doing the good we can and, and paying attention and choosing to, um, to help others and look beyond ourselves. Yeah. For the Christian, the mission field is when you step out the door. And yeah. in, and in so many ways, the mission field is when you get out of bed in the morning. Or yeah. and sometimes it's not even when you get out of bed because morons like me who have my phone too close and we, I try to take 30 minutes before looking at that phone. But 
Yeah, the so, moment we begin responding and interacting with the world, even if it's in our digital hand, you know, uh, that's our mission field. We start. You right. Know? I know I sound like such a mom, um, you know, now that I'm, I am a mom, but as I sound like such, you know, this is what we need to do, but it just, it just seems right. And uh, that, that, but the crazy folks just, that hit home with me and I learned that from them as they saw a need and they addressed it. They used their own business to pay for crazy initially and they just said, hey, let's do this. They didn't talk yeah. about it. They didn't Some form a committee. They did it. Some folks may not be familiar with the Frazee Center. Can you can you give a little bit of a, a backdrop as, as to? Yes, I'm sorry. I keep I, okay. I keep talking about it. Let me let yeah. me explain to you, you where bet. they come from. So um, Jenny and Matt Reeves, mm-hmm. uh, husband and wife, um, had gone to Clemson and done a lot with FCA Fellowship of Christian Athletes organization and had gone mm-hmm. to camps and things and seen how kids can change over the course of a week with some positive influences and good stuff. Um, they knew there were kids in the neighborhoods, uh, maybe inner city, in, in the inner city Greenville, lower income, that could use some support, probably somewhere safe to go in the afternoons to do homework and get a good meal. And so they said, we're going to start the Frazee Center. They named it after, a, I believe it was a coach Frazee that Matt had had mm-hmm. in the past. It was a last name from a, from a, a revered mentor of his, gotcha. um, or respected mentor of his. And so they started the Frazee with just four or five kids from the neighborhood and then the kids would just flock in and they just loved on them. They did a lot of wellness stuff because Matt and Jenny are both very fit and athletes. He played football at Clemson. They, you know, they're walking around the block. They just uh, discipline them too. They have rules, you know, but they gave the kids a safe, uh, great place to go in the afternoon. So that's what Frazee, um, that was their former mission. They've, they've moved locations now and doing things a little differently, just getting their building up fitted. But for 12 years, they were in this neighborhood adjacent to North Main and, took care of the kids. I mean, Mm. and it's just unbelievable how they can use their resources to help so many kids and the resources go so far. Just a um, fantastic organization. Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. That's, it's so cool when you see people like that who find a calling uh, in in the communities that you live and work and play and all that, who are, are making just a real impact on, in lives. So many people see that, and they don't they don't take government money for their organization. It's really because folks know their mission is so great. They believe in their mission. and so it's you know just mm-hmm. personal donations and and businesses that know what they're doing. it's um it's just been a, a fantastic uh, thing for Greenville County, yeah. uh, I think, and for the kids that have kn- known Matt and Jenny, and they've had kids do well. They had kids go to college and and uh, do some pretty cool things from there. And not every kid. But every kid has a positive influence that they can build on. Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode of Mindful Moment, be sure to let us know by writing us a review and subscribing to our podcast. Urban Contemplatives is a nonprofit 501c3 organization. This podcast, like everything we make, is about helping people like yourself create mindful moments for their active lives through contemplation and conversation. Our mission has never been more vital. We will always offer this podcast for free without ads, sponsors, or endorsements. That commitment helps us be honest and transparent with ourselves as well as our listeners about our motivations and goals. If you support our mission and would like to partner with us in seeing it continue, then I personally invite you to join us as an official Urban Contemplatives member. UC members gain access to exclusive benefits and content, including deep dive conversations with each Mindful Moment guest, invites to our members-only conversation groups and online and in-person events, music, artwork, resources for contemplative practice, and the list goes on. 
Most importantly, your UC membership makes it possible for us to continue making the Mindful Moment podcast and sharing it with thousands of listeners all over the world, all for $5 a month. Visit wecontemplate.com to level up and get your membership today. Thanks for listening and see you next Sunday for another episode of Urban Contemplative's Mindful Moment.